0: What is up guys, I am back on the Anchor, Uh, things have been busy, making lots of renders, this course is almost done, my computer is completely tied up most of the day doing renders and all that sort of stuff, but that does give me time to do some podcasting here and there. So in this one, I want to play a call-in. And it is about production companies and kind of the business of perhaps content and commercial production companies of different sizes. And this is something actually I did a live stream about once and people seem to really like it. Um, I think it would make a good course as well. I would need to go actually talk to some executive producers and make sure that my numbers are right and everything sounds good. Um, But we'll talk a little bit about it in today's podcast as well.
1: Hey, Matt, Nick Justice here. Um, I had a question for you that might be an interesting episode is just some of these different business models of production companies that you see around right because <clears throat> you've you've really explained maybe almost to death the freelancer uh, cinematographer scene but some of these you know various levels of production companies who might hire freelance cinematographers um, and so what are some of those levels and How do those business models work? To the best of your knowledge, I know you're the cinematographer, but you certainly have bumped into some of them. And I think people would like to know how some of those, like the variables, the uh, anonymous content, some of those bigger ones that just have this roster of directors work. Uh, Websites are super vague, so it would be cool to hear from you.
0: So thank you for the callin. in um, So let's talk about commercial production companies and how this all works. So from a high, high level, we have a client. And the client, people tend to make the client like this other, or like sometimes the bad guy in some cases, which I think is very much the wrong way to think about it. People are like, oh, the client's such a jerk or the client blah, blah, blah. Being, having that attitude towards clients is how you end your career. I'll just say that much. Like, that might seem like fun to be like, oh, the crew is cool, and like the the client are lame and the agency is lame. It's like that is how you end careers. So let's just look at it simply by saying that the client is a company or person who needs to advertise or bring awareness or education to something that they're selling that might be a product or a service. So this could be a small pizza store (laughs) a pizza uh, restaurant that needs to just let people know that hey we just started up if you're in the area we make pizza or it could be all the way up to coca-cola which is we make lots and lots of products and we need to just build humongous brand awareness in general so similar similar um, similar goals have have to be uh, met for both of these companies even though they're completely different scales so the client is who is going to hire everyone, right? They're the ones paying the money, they're the ones that get the return on investment from the content that you're being paid to produce, which is commercials, photos, um, web videos, Instagram, all that good stuff. So it all starts with the client, and it's important to understand that it's their money and they're the boss. You're not the boss if you're the DP, you're not the boss if you're the director, you're not the boss if you're the EP, the production company. They are the ultimate boss and their happiness, in my opinion, in commercial photography or cinematography, that's all that really matters. So let's get into the next part in the next part. Okay, so we have our client that needs to sell a product or a service. And we'll talk about two different sides of the budget sphere one is the extremely low budget which is completely fine um i've done plenty of these many many of these are where you um these type of companies are where you're going to start where like total budget all in is like 500 or like 5,000. so not not very much money at all those are below just that alone is less than the rate of of most uh commercial dps but this is where you start and this type of client will probably go directly to a production company at that point so they'll just hire a company that makes content like business content web content um, photos that sort of thing Um, and they're gonna work with that company directly and that production company is probably pretty small it's probably honestly like the director is also the editor is also the producer is also the EP is also sales is also almost everything and then that director producer might hire out you know maybe like an assistant maybe they actually hire DP's though it may not be economical to actually do that at that point and maybe they're renting some gear not very much and the crew is not even close to like the studio style and that's completely fine and honestly as a youtuber that's what I've gone back to um, I basically shoot commercials for film manufacturers and do sponsored videos and that's the way i look at it i was like i'm just a small commercial production company that has my own audience as well i just make little commercials for people and sometimes they're paid and sponsored and sometimes they're not Um, The difference for regular production companies, though I think the modern production company having a YouTube channel makes a lot of sense, um, kind of for the reasons I just outlined, uh, a lot of the times those production companies don't actually even own the uh, final product or they get bought out. And they have, they don't actually show it anywhere that people are gonna see it, you know? So in that case, the product, the client hires this production company directly, they produce the content, but then the, then the company that paid the production company, they own all the, all the final products, and they're the ones that display it somewhere or pay for it to be on like Facebook ads or something like that. So that's the, that's the entry level, uh, most direct and most simple business model for any video production company. And this ranges from one person companies to like, I don't know a company that may have like 10 people working for them something like that like two or three directors and an ep that sort of thing it's still just direct to client corporate work or um pharma stuff like that or working for hospitals or for universities i've, I've worked for all those companies um as a dp and um, they're good. They're really straightforward. But the budgets are much smaller. But you can still make a super healthy living on it. Shoot with Alexis, All that stuff. But it's the simplest business model. is direct to client. So that is direct to client. And then jumping to the uber high end. Which is I think what your question was about. Uh, we're talking about client, agency, production company, post-production company, sound, visual effects, color. Where every single one of those words that I just said those are all completely separate companies each one has their own markup meaning they need to make their profit each one has their employees and, and facilities and overhead and all of it's very expensive but all of it is very very high-end execution and these are the commercials you see on TV for like Nissan or for like um, you know major companies like Apple something like that Apple is actually a, its own beast that's I take that back Apple has its own way of working a little bit different but your typical car commercials McDonald's the, the big budget commercials that happen um there's this huge separation between every single facet of the commercial pipeline every single company in that is its own like massive behemoth um of a brand and company and overhead and everything costs a lot more money so we have the same clients right so we have a pepsi and pepsi comes out with pepsi Whatever, <laughs> well not the not the one they do with Kylie Jenner. They come out with some random you know normal campaign that's like, hey, it's summer and Pepsi is doing this thing and you should drink Pepsi, right? So it's what they're gonna have done likely is they're working with an agency and this agency is going to handle uh, the creative direction, look, execution, ad buy, all that stuff that goes into it. Uh, they're handling that for Pepsi and this could be someone like Saatchi and Saatchi. Um, I don't know, other, other big advertising agencies and these agencies have thousands of people working for them around the world um, because you're not placing ads necessarily just in the US you're going to be placing them in Europe and Africa, Asia you know, China versus Japan um, you're going to have these agencies a lot of them operate all around the world and they're using all this data and cultural knowledge to be able to correctly create content to make that brand Uh, get the awareness or whatever that they want that sort of thing so there's a lot of initiatives happening and ad buy is a completely different category uh to talk about but we're talking about production so 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 eventually they come up with that hey we're gonna shoot um 15 different spots this year or this season for the summer um two of which are major flagship spots that are like you know super bowl commercials that sort of thing with all the celebrities And others are going to be um, smaller ones that are going to be broken up over the internet as ads and that sort of thing. Like Facebook, uh, YouTube pre-roll, Instagram story pre-roll, that sort of thing. Also TVCs and whatnot. And at which point the agency is going to come up with the creative for that. So that's going to be the storyboards. It's going to be general what they're looking for casting, like general stuff. And then they're going to bid this. Uh, against all the different production companies that they deem worthy or that they've worked with in the past so again this is the advertising agency has the creative they know what they want uh, this commercial or content to look like and now they just need someone to actually go shoot that content and that's where the production company comes in so depending on the size and this is really quite a it's a political world and it's actually pretty small but say there's maybe like not even like 20, like 20 production companies that are going to bid on this. So the agencies send this, this, um, document out to the EPs of all the production companies. And they're like, Hey, I really want to make this commercial this year. Um, send us the directors you think that would be good for this, have them write a pitch for it. Um, which is like a written document. Uh, it could be video. Some people use previs. um, basically tell us how you would approach this commercial and also send us the budget. Right, so they don't give you the budget in in most cases, and this is all executive producer work here. So this is not DP stuff, but this is what the EP uh, is up to, and the EP and the sales department can be like, well, I think that this director here, they have something similar on their reel, so the so the Pepsi might think that that's a good a good fit, and we'll have the director write a treatment. Which sometimes the director pays people to write treatments for them, or the production company pays them to write the treatments. Uh, there are these beautiful thirty page. You know, Bible documents with all these graphics and nice text and they're like I'm going to you know cast like this type of person and the cinematography is going to be like this and we want to work with this cinematographer and you write this massive pitch document and every single one of these companies has to do that and this can this process alone can cost the production company like $10,000. So this is the bidding phase. This is where the production companies need to pick a director. They need to have that director write a treatment about the approach. And a lot of the times at this point, that director will actually bring on a cinematographer. And they haven't hired them, but they reach out to the cinematographer's agency and they're like, Hey, we have this job that we're bidding on. Would your DP be interested in it? We're roughly looking at these dates. And then the DP's agent talks to the DP. The DP is like, yeah, that's something I'd be into. And the DP's like, yeah, cool, put me on there. And then the director and the production company bids with that DP. In some cases, it's not always like this, but this is a lot of the stuff that I've been working on for a while works this way. And then you hear back if the production company got the job or not. And then also if you're still the DP that is going to be doing that job with them. And then at that point, uh, if the production company actually wins the job, Uh, I'm podcasting with my daughter in my arms right now. Um, If the production company actually wins the job, then the DP gets hired and it becomes business as normal. You need to start looking for or at least solidifying your locations, getting crew. uh, And then you go into production. And and this is like this is like kind of the world that I lived in for about um, maybe like six years something like that i did tv promos too which is tv promos are its own world and i worked direct to client for google and um direct to agency for bmw uh those are different models as well but that's kind of like the normal way that things go and then even with budgets getting smaller it's still really how accounts are being handled uh, everyone talked about the DSLR revolution and blah 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 like changing how that works and I haven't seen it changing how it works at all the relationships are still the same it's very much a people business uh, all of this stuff here uh, very little you, you'll see that this whole process nowhere did I talk about what camera they were using or what resolution though that does come into it especially if you're bidding VR or something complicated like that but like they don't really care (laughs) they they don't care at all um some jobs there might be some uh, technical reason that you need to use certain formats but it's it's really um more of a people business creative high level relationship game than it is like oh we own you know the red vista vision and like the alexa xt no one cares like no one cares at all Um, as far as that world that stuff is very much minutiae in detail when it comes to actually producing the the content so those are the two big major categories that i think that most people are working in uh for the agency commercial dps um mostly working in the agency commercial world and that even in and that kind of content will be deployed to um uh, to even to snapchat to Instagram to Facebook video YouTube videos that sort of thing it's still being handled in that way and they have bigger budgets and everything's being taken care of legally the right way that sort of thing and on the other side of the thing there's production companies that go direct to client and I've worked in both and there are other models like uh, direct to, there's agency uh, hybrids where the agency is the production company there are ones where the client is the production company and there's all sorts of different variations, but those are the two major ones, and hopefully that does answer or give some sort of structure to, um, you know, how does commercial production work. That's kind of the the podcast version of it. So that wraps it up for this one. That's kind of a really, really quick, basic look at direct-to-client and the agency model for production companies that are working in the commercial or, um, content world they're kind of similar and things have really started to shift now There's a lot of different hybrid models like we have vice verge vox as much different are, are, are much different there's a lot of different types of media companies that exist in the world because distribution has been democratized before it's like yeah you have to work in the agency model because the client is then going to pay for the ad buy which is the distribution to put those commercials on television right so those are really expensive ad buys to do that you're talking millions and millions of dollars just to have that content seen now we are seeing that You can use YouTube, you can use Facebook videos, you can use Instagram, Snapchat, all these different ways of getting content out there because that has become quote unquote free uh, in some ways. uh, We're seeing a lot of different media companies that are able to put their content out there without having to do that traditional model. And that's a much bigger conversation. But in general, those are the two traditional ways um, the production companies are organized and get put together and they're both fine you know and both of them can result um in the dps making six figures the directors making easy six figures like way way more than that um and it really depends on how you run the company how many jobs you can take on how much your overhead is but uh i know people that are multiple houses and, and doing super well um in both of those spaces It really it really depends i'll say that the directors who are doing um very very well in the agency model there it's an interesting thing where like you can't be too old but you also can't be like a youngling there's no there's no commercial directors um that are really doing it that are like sub 30 there's there's very few um there might be a couple but to really get to that point where you're working at that level there's a lot of experience and networking that has to happen but Um, There is a lot of opportunity for people that have put in the time, like the 10 years of building the reel and learning how to actually direct and and make good content um, that do incredibly well. And these people make six figures per commercial. Oh, that's not everybody in the world, but that's that's kind of like the higher agency stuff. Like a director might make like a hundred um, thousand on like one commercial, that sort of thing, and the DPs are making like I don't know, like twenty twenty thousand per job, something like that. These are again, these are big, these are big commercials. This is not everyone in the world, and then on the other end. But the 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 thing is with those high end ones is that like you don't do that many a year. You might be doing like one or two, right? So it's a much different type of lifestyle. But it's like a big feature director doesn't make four movies a year they make one every like five years so it's a similar idea with the commercial guys at the high end and then you have the more independent direct-to-client people they're not making a hundred in profits for sure uh, per job but they might be making like 20 or something like that twenty thousand ten thousand but because there's smaller jobs or there's repeat clients and you can do so many of them they can start they can easily make six figures as well as well doing that, you know, six figures, um, a hundred grand is 8,000 a month. Uh, a production company can easily make that. And, you know, there's overhead and, you know, gross versus net, that sort of thing. But, you know, 8,000, it's like, that's maybe like, that's like one job. If you executed it correctly, like, you know, like a $50,000 commercial where you profit, like, I don't know, 10 to 20, you know, it's, it's definitely possible. And I know people in the corporate in the corporate pharma and military and education world that make way more than they do like crazy profits um because they're not like blowing money on celebrities and stupid not stupid stuff but you know expensive things you know they're just filming normal people talking they're doing a good job they're getting the edits out on time and these companies have plenty of money uh to 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 throw in that direction to have that content made and those people kill it as well so I think there's this perception that like directors or DPs that work in the indie space don't make as much money. It's completely possible to make uh, a really, really sustainable living in either category, but I, I think it would—it just looks like the higher end agency model. It looks like bigger shoots, but that doesn't mean that people are getting paid that that much more career-wise. You know, per job, yeah, it's a lot more, but it's it's a completely different lifestyle so that's kind of my look at commercial production stuff um hopefully that's helpful it is something I want to talk a little bit more in depth and it, I think it would probably end up being uh probably a course because it's gonna be kind of long like the course I just made is three hours but that's the end of this podcast I'll see you guys next time